748 on the crosstalk on WIZM. I read an article from Numbers USA about why the Farm Workforce Modernization Act is not good for American workers. And so I looked into a conversation, and Chris Chemlinski's schedule works perfectly with ours. So let's talk a little about that. First of all, Chris, thanks very much for talking with us. Merry Christmas. I appreciate your time this morning. Uh, I don't know that there are very many, any listeners this morning that are familiar with the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. What is it? Yeah, not 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 a very publicized bill, but... Yeah. Uh, it can it can it can have a pretty massive impact um, both on immigration policy and and on American workers. Uh, essentially, what this bill does is it grants amnesty uh, with with lifetime work permits to approximately one to two million uh, illegal aliens who are currently in the country and working in agriculture. And then what it also does is it creates a whole new path. For foreign workers to come into the country, work in agriculture, and eventually gain citizenship. So it's an amnesty plus an, uh, a new indentured servitude program. Wow. Uh, so if I understand what you just said, uh, an illegal immigrant sneaks into this country, gets a job working on a fruit farm someplace in California, and then uh, with filling out some the paperwork, or how do they get recognized as a now acceptable uh, member of American uh, society and uh, now on a path to uh, to citizenship because they were successful in sneaking into this country and getting a job uh, picking oranges? Well, essentially, who's pushing this legislation is the ag employers themselves. Really, you know, they've yeah, they've had you know they've had these illegal workers working for them for you know, maybe a year or two or even a decade, uh, and, and they want to reward them. And not only do they want to reward them, but the amnesty would also cover the families of the illegal workers. So what they, what the, so it would actually be the ag businesses who would be verifying the fact that, yes, this person actually worked for us. Uh, the person would have to provide their own pay stubs, things like that. Show, document the fact that, yes, they worked in agriculture as long as they worked a certain number of hours, they get the amnesty. If they don't have enough hours, they can again enter into this indentured servitude program where as long as they can, as long as they continue to work a certain number of hours in agriculture each year, they can remain in the country and also work in any other industry on the side as well, uh, not just limited to agriculture. And then after a certain period of time, they're eligible to receive, you know, full amnesty, green card, and, and eventual citizenship. So it's not just amnesty for the illegal aliens, but it's also amnesty for the for the ag employers that have been hiring and employing illegal workers for, for the last 10 to 20 years. Right. And we, we have heard from uh, spokespeople of those, uh, those industries, those farms, uh, that they need those workers because Americans won't do the work. Is that really the case? Well, I will concede that, that field work in agriculture is one of the few areas where we have relied on foreign workers throughout our nation's history. But that doesn't mean that you make these workers permanent and give them access to citizenship. It just means that you have a workable uh, agricultural guest worker program, which we actually currently have. It's the H-2A program. But one of the things that this bill does is it expands 
the definition of agriculture from just field work to also the dairy industry and the meat processing industry and fishing and canning. And basically anybody who touches a food product here in the United States falls under this big umbrella, this big gigantic umbrella of agriculture. And those are some areas that have been traditionally, those are jobs that have been traditionally held by Americans. And that's where the impact of American workers comes in, is that you have American workers, again, working in a meat pot processing plant. Well, they're going to basically either all lose their jobs and get replaced by these guest workers who can then, who are, who are again, through their through their indentured servitude program, are locked into working that job, and they're willing to work that job for a lot lower wages. So it benefits the owners of these meat processing plants at the expense of American workers. Who the heck in Washington, D.C. would write such an act, such a a bill that allows American companies to act illegally, to hire the illegal, and then both by by reason of H.R. 5038 become instantly or automatically legal and not breaking any law? Yeah, well, well, the scary thing is, is there's about 50 co-sponsors on this bill. So, Zoe Lofgren, who's a representative from California, obviously, you know, California tends to be known as more of Silicon Valley, Los Angeles, Hollywood, that sort of thing. And and Lofgren actually represents Silicon Valley, the, the San Jose to San Francisco area. But it's also a very ag-heavy state with the Central Valley. So there's a huge influence from the Western Growers Association out in California. So they've put a lot of pressure on these lawmakers. By pressure, I mean campaign donations to these lawmakers out in California. Um, But that's that tends to be where the support, where the authors for this bill tend to come from. They come from the dairy states, the heavy dairy producing states, the upper Midwest, New York State, the Northwest, California, um, a few representatives from the South, like North Carolina and Florida. Uh, but but what we expect is that, and there's bipartisan support. The, the co-sponsorship list is, is roughly split 50-50 between Republicans really? and Democrats. Wow. And that's I, what has us really worried. I'm curious, just off the top, of your head, do you see Wisconsin legislators on that list of supporters of this bill? Because we are a dairy state. My head, I cannot. I pretty. I know there are members from Michigan. Um, I should have checked that actually before I before I I came on this morning to see if there were Wisconsin members. Right. Well, um, I like to I, brag about the fact that Wisconsin legislators are a little smarter than uh, than <laughs> some of their counterparts, especially those in California, which likes to operate as a separate country in uh, right, in many right. cases. But uh, but this is but just we, wow. But we have seen in the past, for example, like. The, the former House Speaker Paul Ryan, he he was influenced by the dairy industry there. So, oh sure, you know there has been there has there is a dairy influence in the state of Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> you know, so so it's it's, it's huge, it's present. <laughs> yeah, well, what can we do about it? Is this one of those call your legislator and let them know how horrible HR fifty thirty eight is and will be if it's adopted? It really is. I I think it's. I think it's one of those situations where a lot of the people who who are who have co-sponsored the bill don't realize to the extreme that it goes yeah, well. where it will grant they they may know that it grants amnesty to current illegal farm workers and their families and they may be supportive of that in all likelihood they are supportive of that but I don't know if they fully understand what it's doing to the guest worker programs and also creating this CAW certified agricultural worker program which is again indentured servitude forced agricultural work 
for eventually being rewarded with a path to U.S. citizenship. I don't know if they fully understand the details of the bill. So, yeah, we're trying to educate people. It's passed the House Judiciary Committee, which means it could come to the House floor before Christmas. If not, most likely it'll come to the floor in in January when they return on the 7th. Um, And and then uh, our concern is if this thing gets enough votes in the House, um, you know, we with with bipartisan support, it's going to be hard to stop it in the House. Yeah, wow, man, oh, man. We're out of time, Chris. This is H.R. 5038. When you hear more about it, be aware that this is, uh, you know, and what it will do to not only the dairy industry, but meatpacking, which is also a thing. Chickens are a big deal in Wisconsin. And all of those workers come here illegally, sign a paper, and then suddenly they're on a path to citizenship and they're not illegal anymore. And who's on the hook for all of that support? 